Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. amazing i think about nxt i was thinking about this the other day Hmm. and and what's amazing about like where the wwe is heading right now nxt is uh, what they've essentially done is they've taken all of their wrestlers put them in one place with a really amazing performance center for them to get better at everything they do Mm -hmm. then so they did that and then they started a tv show with an hour where you showcase this up and coming talent with production values that are on par with WWE, with these hungry, young, and extremely talented people. And then they started putting on these pay per view shows where the goal seemed to be at every single one of them for them to do better than the main roster. Yeah. And they have they they have kept doing that and so you have this the a great staff a great facility the production value and the hunger mm-hmm. and talent and that has just kind of created this really great the like farm league and now they have started to take what the the little things that made NXT great and they've brought it to the main roster along with pushing those people who have moved up from NXT. Mm. And then they've created that drive between Raw and SmackDown. So now it actually is a competition to see who could do the better show every week. Yeah. And I actually think that that's going to really pay off down the road once they start doing their own pay-per-views and they're actually competing month after month to outdo each other. Mm. I really would like to think that there's going to be a drive between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor and Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler to put on the better match at SummerSlam. Oh yeah, it's all about one-upmanship at the end of the day. And that's why a brand split in theory is a good thing. Um, I'm hoping that that's the case, mm. but oh, I, we know I, don't how think, uh, I don't think it's unfair to move ahead with cautious optimism. No, no, absolutely. And the, the problem is, is that we've already been in the position where we've seen this happen and it didn't work out and so obviously we're going to be a little bit suspect about it but it would be really nice to think that well honestly the brand split the original brand split was fine up until they ignored that it was a brand split yeah yeah no that's my point it's the fact that well and they also there was also the problem which some say is happening now but i really after watching this week's smackdown i don't think the roster's a problem there. But they, they started treating SmackDown like it was a lesser show. And mm, yeah. the fact that... I, this was the litmus test, I think, the fact that... And they said this on RBR, too. The fact that Raw had the best show in Week 1, but SmackDown had a better show in Week 2 makes me think that there is an actual chance that this could go back and forth and have one show be better yeah. than the other one. And it doesn't feel <laughs> like they're booking a sh- one show better than the other. It seems like it's just general, like naturally happening. Yeah. I feel like Raw Raw has a lot more people, but Raw has a lot a lot of really shitty talent like talent on it too. Mm-hmm. And you saw that this week. Raw had a bunch of terrible matches on it. Oh Nia Jax is still like I I I don't want to be negative about a person 
Like, it's that Valley Girl accent, isn't it? It doesn't help. I'll be honest. <laughs> like it really doesn't help. But the the problem is, and like this is someone talking who, when Eva Marie came into NXT and um, she actually showed some signs of improvement, I was all for it, and I was just like, Do you know what? I don't necessarily want her on my TV every week, but if she's trying to improve and she is improving, good luck to her. I hope she gets better. Mm-hmm. I. <sighs> she's not doing either, though. She's just kind of. No. Well, arrive, she... beat up tiny lady. Yeah, that's that's the real problem. Is that if she's not wrestling right. Bailey? How do you feel about being on Raw? <laughs> Ask her how she feels. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah, Hang she... on, let me just hit someone again. But she she's the female Baron Corbin to me. Like no, no, no Baron Corbin is so Braun much better. Strowman. No, even Braun Strowman. No, like I feel yeah. like even Braun has got more to him than than she has oh, at the moment. Which the is jobbers probably unfair. that Braun beats up are more over than Braun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> to be fair, that the guy, guy with in the first no chin. Week, yeah, he was oh amazing. <laughs> um, the. <laughs> Uh, Iowa indie wrestler Rob Matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but the uh, one of the great things about um, shit. Uh, well, oh, I was gonna say I was gonna tweet you this earlier, Dave. Mm. Uh, um, but I lo- what I really want is for Ho Ho Lun to get brought up to the main roster, and then they tag him with Baron Corbin, and it's big breakfast and Ho Ho lunch. <laughs> oh my God. See, you know, I, I haven't watched any of the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, oh you should. Jack Gallagher. It, the, give me a list oh of matches. Oh my God. Jack Gallagher. First, Jack Gallagher. Yeah, episode sure. four. Oh, that match was fantastic. That, this last yeah. episode was the best one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really good episode. G- just you just give me a list. Match yet? I haven't seen any of it. Honestly, no, I would watch all four Dave episodes. I was watching, didn't see Gargano versus Ciampa. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're, you, that's a guaranteed lock for a good match right there. Um, oh, it was so good. But like, honestly, apart from Ho Ho Lun in like episode one or two, I feel like every match is worth watching. Like, uh, uh, Tyler asked me to wait. Uh, so Ho Ho Lun is worth watching or no? Not worth no, he is no, not he's, worth watching. He's, he's not gre- as green as the Lipton His lizard. Tights. <laughs> <laughs> so he's no, he's no good. He's no good. He's uh, honestly it infuriates me because he's from Hong Kong, China. I think, and there's another guy called Jason Lee who's also from Hong Kong, but and he actually, he seemed like he was like had an American accent when he was talking. I think it wouldn't I surprise me. The thing is, he was from there. The thing about Hong what about, Kong. Okay, so what are what are the guys that stood out? Okay, um, honestly, I would say Jack Gallagher, <coughs> uh, sure. Jack Saber Junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, Jack Jack Saber Junior or Zach Saber Junior? Zach, sorry, because <laughs> there's a Jack Saber Junior. Yeah, it's his brother. Um, <laughs> no, no, Zach Saber Junior. Sorry, um, I would say, is it Tony Nice? Anthony Nice. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely worth watching. He's, his theme song. I tweeted this, but Tony Nice's theme song sounds like it was recorded by Fallout Boy. In <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen him. I've seen him wrestle. I've been to an Evolve show where he was a. Uh, I remember he was wrestling. I think he was wrestling Chris Hero. Mm. He's just super impressive. Like I, I said to you, Tyler, didn't I, that I wouldn't be surprised if if he gets signed up. And lo and behold, there is kind of some talk of of him being one of the ones that they do sign. Um, the Rich Swan match was oh was oh, that yeah that was Rich the one against Jason Lee. Uh, Jason Lee. Yeah, the the Gallagher match was phenomenal. I love um, that match. If you have any appreciation uh, uh, for World of Sport style um, British technical wrestling, 
then you have to watch that match. Oh, you know how I feel about Johnny Saint. Oh man, you're gonna love it. Why are they still? I like. I know there's only two minutes left, but why are they still playing basketball? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm watching it's, it now, it's and it's an absolute obliteration. Uh, this is really sad. It's Olympic spirit, isn't it? They want to get every minute on the court they can. Uh, yeah. Every minute spent in the what court is, is a minute basketball? not spent. Uh, yeah, yeah it, basically because they're I'm in a guess, controlled I'm environment. I'm guessing the US is just uh, 115 to 62. That sounds about right. <laughs> there was I said that I, uh, when I was like, oh, they did it. That was that was when it was. That was when exactly, they went to 50 they points. They were up exactly by 50 points. That's when I switched over. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it sounds about right. But you know, every minute that they spend on court is another minute they don't have who's to spend on, outside. Who's on the US team? The actually, Zika I'm not following. Fires. It's led by Kyrie Irving. Okay. Um, you got Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. Um, you got Draymond Green uh, playing Morgan. with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's pretty cute. And Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. Like Kyrie's the only Cav on the team, I think, and it's like, it's like four Golden State. Yeah, players. Here's a question, right? And has, um, has has Draymond Green uh, done anything crazy yet? Well, well, he went to a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's my boy. <laughs> team accidentally ran into brothel accidentally my ass see i i really i really hope draymond green <laughs> becomes the new dennis rodman yeah it looks oh, like yeah. that's where he's going the funny thing about him is that at the end of game seven draymond green walked away easily looking better than anybody else on his team he had the best he had the the best game period way better than anybody else performance wise on hey his come team. on man dick, dick kick city and then and then <laughs> He was the only one to actually like go and like congratulate the Cavs and like he mm. hugged LeBron and he had a nice moment with that and I was like man Dream on Green maybe he's a better like more of a class actor than I thought and then like a week later he he's was totally a not though <laughs> like he's just he's the just realest a good loser. nigga on earth just a good loser he's just the realest motherfucker on the planet <laughs> right he really is like. He- he is. Oh. Draymond Green is amazing. Right, here's, uh, I've got a question, right? And yeah. I, I, He's a really likable scumbag. I, right. I, yeah, I, that's I, a great way to describe him. I would appreciate answers from both of you and, and your view on it, but it. I feel like, especially with everything that we were talking about, uh, we had that conversation about um, you know Golden State versus the Cavs and, and uh, you know best team winning and all that kind of stuff. Why do they not consider just picking a random team from the NBA? Because I honestly feel like you could take the shittiest team in the NBA, put it in the Olympics, and they would walk all over every other team in there. Why don't they just oh, do cause that? Some, uh, cause, well, one, you don't. I don't think you get paid for it. Uh, right. Um, two, it's a volunteer thing, and some guys just don't want to do it. They want to stay home with their families. Okay. Um, I guess I can understand that. You know, so it, you have to... You, <laughs> Theoretically speaking, they could very well just be a year where, like, oh, we can't get anybody to play. Yeah, I suppose Nike being the sponsors could have something to do with who gets picked as well. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if it's a pick thing. I think it's just like volunteers. Yeah, well, but the the thing about it too is like, if it, if it were me, well, like, I would want to play. You, yeah, you would be like you. To me, if you're on the U.S. like men's basketball team, you're essentially. You're, Guaranteed you're volunteering, gold but you're you're about to become a gold medalist. Yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. And, and this game has literally been like I feel bad watching it, but like it's <laughs> it's like it's like um, a cat toying with a mouse. 
Right. They're <laughs> they're sitting there just casually shooting three points over the entire time. Of the team. They're not even trying, and they're beating them by fifty points. And like, I feel oh, like, fuck. like, yeah, that would be kind of like. To be honest with you, I really don't think that um, basketball should be in the Olympics. No. Just because of well, the idea behind an Olympic sport is it's a sport that's one played everywhere, mm. and 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 two, um, it's you know not completely one sided. That's the reason that softball and foot and American football aren't like in the Olympics. Yeah, I feel like basketball is a lot more universally played than oh, it any is. of the it other is. sports. But you're right. And what I would say is that uh, most of the other Olympic sports, uh, if you take soccer or you know, as I would call it, football, um, as an example, they have put in place that even though for the most part the Olympics is about uh, amateur athletes, with football. Um, what they've said is that basically your squad of 23 players, uh, you're allowed three players that are any age, and then every other player has to be under 21 years old. And that's how they basically try and even the playing field, which I think makes a lot more sense. Maybe that would make sense for basketball. Just get a bunch of like guys that have just come up from college and just get them all um that's over. usually that's usually the case for the teams though like a lot of years it's um it's a few star players and then some guys who just came out of college oh it is? okay because i've never really paid that much attention to the basketball obviously because we've never had the chance of winning a medal well, yeah we've literally got the one guy like like if you know old it, da- if, if you were play. to have like american football for example it would be the us and japan and that's it yeah and japan wouldn't do that well <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised. They are very, very good at American football. Really? Yeah. Um, that surprises me. That does surprise me. It's one of those weird things where they just kind of took it up and Like baseball? Are... Baseball, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like they're also yeah. very good at baseball, for I know, example. You know? I know they're, um, they're adding fascination with baseball. Or next Next time. Olympics. Yeah, well, golf that got in sense. this time. I don't understand golf getting in. No, I, uh, I don't get the nah, golf is pretty international when you look at the no, amount no, of people but it, it's not it. that. Yeah, it's, it's more just boring. like the fact I, that I'm not interested in watching it's, golf at all. It's look, more for man, me, it's, it's, it ain't got the hype that shuffleboard has. <laughs> but for me, it's more the fact that it's not a sport really. It's more of a game. Yeah, like I, I mean, you could. I mean, that depends on what definition of sport is. Yeah, no, I know, and, and I know it takes a lot of skill and dedication and hard work to be good at golf. Like God knows, I've tried playing it and my handicap is still ridiculous look here's my rule if if you're on espn <laughs> you're probably a sport street yeah. fighter 5 is now a sport so so wrestling no that's a sport? true yeah wrestling's a sport well only wrestling. only awa though do you know what there, there was somebody that did say and i feel like this was probably on rbr they they said that professional wrestling should be in the Olympics and it should be uh, judged on the same basis as um like as rhythmic gymnastics, gymnastics. gymnastics or dancing? yeah rhythmic d- gymnastics that or something actually like that. makes a lot of sense and I would love to see that I wouldn't mind that holy I really shit <laughs> I just saw this clip of this guy like his leg got completely fucked up on like uh let me see it what was it? it it's some gymnastic thing it's it's the it's the trampoline jump oh I don't okay. want to. I don't want to see that. Yeah, it don't look good. He, you know what the funniest thing though is, he looks mildly annoyed. He doesn't look like he's in a lot of pain. <laughs> he looks mildly like he puts annoyed. His, he puts his hand on his head. He's like, oh shit. Oh god damn it. Yeah, his legs like completely <laughs> bent. His leg is like completely bent the wrong way. Oh my god, that's horrible. Um, 
But uh, if it weren't for his reaction, I'd probably be really disgusted. But I can't. <laughs> He's just like, oh shit! What? A- I can't believe I fucking oh, done this. God. Oh man. No. Do, I was do you know thinking, what? Do, do... Um, like along those lines. Uh, I I know you. Britain's Got Talent over there. We've got America's Got Talent yeah. here. And I, I watch people on that, that show, and I always think, like. God, wrestling, it sucks that wrestling can't be, like, a thing on this show. Like, it would never work, but you, I think about wrestling from a art standpoint a lot and the a performance standpoint and the fact that it's, like, improvised dance yeah. fighting. Like, it's one of the weirdest, craziest it's things. It's international. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place. It is. They have a World Cup for it in TNA. <laughs> and the cruiserweight international has done. Wait, that no, the World already. Cup it's... is not. The World Cup is not a uh, TNA. The World Cup is a uh, AAA. Oh, is I it? don't know what you guys. Yeah, are the Lucha about. Libre, just... the Lucha Libre World Cup. Oh. It's not just world; it's universal, guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know, I do I feel more as the like, like you know, like a, like a universal remote. That's how I think of this new champion. <laughs> oh my god, that should be the championship. A belt, like a big remote. It should be a remote on the belt, like just a universal remote that they can clip onto whatever they're wearing, and that's the universal championship. Oh, here's something really interesting that I learned this week. Mm-hmm. Just confirm it really quick. Oh, by the way, I had an idea for the SmackDown tag titles, and it's an awful idea, and I hope it isn't done, but it's still an idea that popped in my head. What one, is it? one of them should say Smack, and the other one should say Down. And they should we'll be the shape of the logo and the colors. Which one will of the logo. say live? Um, that there won't be a live because eventually they're going to drop the live. So <laughs> let's just roll with it. But I like the idea of not. the NXT <laughs> title. So why don't we take the NXT title idea and move it to the SmackDown really titles? Like the NXT belts are really, really. Great. I love the tag belts in NXT. Those are great belts. They do look pretty good. That whole um, mirrored effect is great. I have a question. I have a question for you, Dave. Yes. I saw you post about it. Uh, I, I I actually really want to see Suicide Squad. Oh, you're not going to get this started, are you? Well, no. <laughs> I, I actually really want to see it, and I, I haven't seen it. And um, I'm and I and I have seen a lot of mixed things. Yeah. That's that's uh, the. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. I legitimately don't because. Um, I tend to agree with critics on the most part. But yeah, I tend to point. agree. I tend to agree with them too, especially on like the DC stuff. But, but a lot of people I know that I respect have seen it and said that um, they liked it mm. for the most part. Everybody has complaints about it. Though. No, I, like I've I heard. Did. I've heard. This is the gist of what I've heard from people. Is like, look, it's not. It's a flawed film. It definitely has problems. But it's. 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 Compared to Batman vs. Superman or Man of Steel, it's a very fun film. Yeah, yeah. Look, the, the thing about this film is that it's a little bit long. Um, my ass went to sleep on the hour and a half mark, and uh, I couldn't really concentrate after that point. Uh, but, oh my god! Oh, I'm watching <laughs> Colombia versus New Zealand women's football, and New Zealand very nearly just scored an amazing goal. Um, sorry, so... Um, I just I just put on Raw. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um yeah, no, it, it's flawed in that it's a little bit long, and honestly, like that's my main issue with it. Like, I don't think that the editing is that bad. I've heard people saying the editing's pretty rough. I don't think that's the case. Um, I know David Hopkins said um, that the vision wasn't there, like there wasn't a singular well, vision. Well, of course not. He's in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. 
But here's the, here's, the, here's the thing about that singular vision. I kind of accept that because of the fact that we all know that uh, the studio had their fingers all over this film and they ordered reshoots and they had two cuts going side by side and they've basically forced Air to include some of the stuff that they mandated be in there. Um, I mean, I've heard, I've heard it's that cohesive. the, um, what, like, cause I've heard people say like, you don't even notice what's recut. No, no, you don't. Like, I don't at least. I'm not a film critic. It's not like, um, yeah, stuff. it's not like Fantastic Four where... Oh no! It's clearly, Fantastic like two Four. films happening at once. Yeah, when you oh, get into the second I, half I of that movie. I heard a really great thing about Fantastic Four today. Oh really? Um, I listened to the Flophouse podcast and they put up an episode about Fantastic Four. Mm. And the one guy described it as a movie that is mostly act, mostly uh, mostly Act One, and then shortly after Act Two starts, Act Three begins, and then the movie's over. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Act Three right. starts while Act Two is still going on, and then the movie ends. <laughs> I'm not even sure if there is an Act 2. I feel like it's just Act 1 straight to Act 3. Act 2 might be there somewhere, but we're not quite sure where. It might be on the floor. They're like, they, and then like later on, he's like, like they walk through the movie like step by step, and then they go, and that's the end of Act 1, and there's 30 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> but no, I, I um, back to, to Suicide Squad, I, I think it's a, a, a decent film. I enjoyed it. I Thinking back on it, I, I can't think of anything that massively stands out as, oh my god, I can't believe that they did that, or that didn't make any sense. Everything had its purpose. I I feel like that there was a story being told from beginning to end. It, it didn't feel like anything was crammed in or shoehorned or anything. Um, I don't like the Joker in this movie. Yeah, I've heard that pretty... I wanted to. I've heard to. that pretty... Yeah. I've heard that pretty consistently. I, I wanted to like it, because I love Jared Leto, and... I want he acted the Joker like a real hot good. dog. Yeah, um, it's not the Joker. Basically, you know, he's like you a gangster know I hate with when green you hair. Use that term, but I have to agree with you. He really was a hot dog. On this, there you go. I finally, I finally converted you. <laughs> but yeah, I welcome mean, that, that's to, welcome to the hot dog squad. Look, I just just extend your Benjamin the next Joker. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that that's my only real problem with the movie, other than its length, is Jared Leto um, and. Mercifully, he is. He has like what much. eight minutes of screen time? I think combined about eight minutes. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, if he was playing like a brand new character or a character that I'd never seen before, it wouldn't be a problem as much. But the but fact he's playing that the Joker, it's the Joker. Yeah. And oh, I, know I just, I just play... tweeted something I think you'll enjoy since we're speaking of the Joker. Okay. This goes for you too, Tyler. I, I know. Gonna... Th- I know that the Joker has been played in a million different ways, and oh yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey was basically Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No it... microphone detected. Can you guys hear me? I yeah, can we can still hear you. Don't worry about it. That's <laughs> a weird notification to get. Yeah, I get that sometimes. Um, but yeah, if it was if he put, was playing any other character, it would be fine. And you know what? If they retcon this and they say that Jared Leto's Joker is actually one of the former Robins that has gone mad and taken on the identity, I will probably not have as much of a problem with this character as I do at the moment. But this is not just a different side of the coin. This is a completely different currency that he's playing. I heard and Harley's great. Harley is fantastic. I Her um, humour comes through 
there's real heart in her performance. Uh, you, you feel for her, but at the same time, she's really reprehensible as a character. But you understand why. You get the backstory. That all gets filled in. Um, they make little nods to the original um, kind of um, origin of the character, uh, like the, the costumes and all that kind of stuff. There's some really good stuff done. I'm, I'm being very careful not to spoil the shit out of everything. But yeah... Uh, Every everything else, Killer Croc is is brilliant until he takes his shirt off and he looks like a a out of shape fifty year old man. Like he he almost looks uh, and this this all go against what I just said because this man is very much in shape. But um, Iggy Pop, it's like he's got the physical appearance of Iggy Pop, and for a seven foot alligator man who should be like a hulking mass of muscle, that's a bit of a problem. Um, but yeah, I, I like all of the other characters. And what the reason that it gets away with being very, very dark and very nihilistic is the fact that it's a Suicide Squad movie. It's not about the symbol of hope, Superman, and a man who vowed never to shoot anybody or, you know, try not to well, kill people. Well, neither one of those Batman. people are in the DC universe. So. No, true. I mean, Batman makes an appearance in this movie. But that's no surprise. And, yeah, it's um, in the trailer. And, and I know he's in the, the, mid-card, the mid-card title there scene. Is a, yeah, there mid-card is a mid-card scene. <laughs> I didn't stay to see if there's an end credit, but I did see the there mid-credit. Isn't, there isn't. Okay, that's good then. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have any Although, complaints. Um, if you do stay until the end, you can take all, all the popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that. It. It's I one saw of my that. favorite <laughs> Um So yeah, I I, def- I would recommend watching it honestly. Um, but if you hate it, then um, it's difficult to say you? that you will or won't like it. Mark, did you see that tweet? Which one? No, I'm just gonna read it because it. it <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find it. I oh, I just saw that dog fun. with the Pokeball. That's amazing. <laughs> Doggo. Yeah. Okay, this is this is it. Um, if you see Suicide Squad, er, if you see Suicide Squad, be sure to stay after the credits. Lots of people leave half-empty containers of popcorn, and you can just have them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I have a friend, um, a friend of mine named Lewis. He uh, he has a tendency to just pick up food when people leave it, eat it himself. Great. He used to do this I, I, at college. It'd be like, "Oh, did these people leave like a some fries and a half-eaten sandwich? That's perfectly good food." He just eat it. Oh, here's another good tweet that I retweeted: Is Suicide Squad about my neighborhood deli? Because it too has the worst heroes ever and is run by a real Joker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I, I, I would it say it's worth watching eventually. It's not like I I do begrudgingly acknowledge the problems that Batman versus Superman and, and Man of Steel have. It took me a while to get over it and acknowledge them, but they are well, there. I mean, look, look, I, it's like look, I can accept a shitty movie if it has fun. And I had you know, fun like I can watch a Bruno Mattei film from the nineteen seventies and enjoy it. Yeah, you can watch The Room. Of course, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I have, I have actually started to to think that um, I'm I, I'm slowly moving from bad 
bad to so good or so bad it's good on Batman versus Superman. Oh, good. Because I watched the Cinema Sins and I kept going, God, that movie was so fucking. <laughs> it's so bad that it's almost really entertaining. Yeah, but is. I genuinely enjoyed watching it. It's like, yeah, it, it more than likely had a lot of issues that I didn't pick up on, but. It's just I didn't like it at all the first time, but yeah. the second time I kind of had fun watching it. I bought the extended cut the other you day. Surprise, a little, surprise! Right? Yeah, how can yeah, you it's, not it's laugh a... at the Martha scene? How can you not laugh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I honestly, name is Martha. Honestly, I've been I, so wrong. I, I did cringe when that happened. I did. Cringe. What about what about his drug trip telling him important plot points? Oh jeez. Oh no, my favorite part about the 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 hallucination of the future is the part when the guy like comes at him and like and like hits him and he he like misses him by like a mile. <laughs> the oh guy god! Still reacts yeah. like he got hit by it. Yeah, yeah. That's up there with um. <laughs> what what was the sequel to Casino Royale? Quantum of Solace. You know that clip from Quantum of Solace of the guy that's sweeping the docks. I'm gonna yes. be I'm gonna be honest yes. with you. I don't... I don't remember anything about Quantum of Solace. Oh, no. I have to find that. Basically, there's this dude that's on the docks, and he's an extra in the background, and his job is to make it look like he's sweeping up. And he is making it look like he's sweeping up, except that his broom is about 30 centimetres away from the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So he's sweeping the air. And it it stayed in the movie? It made the final cut. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm sending it to you. So fucking good. (laughs) let me see this oh man but this is the thing like if you I've never sent a a GIF through Skype before the the thing is you say GIF I don't know I don't care technically you know what technically that's the word it really doesn't matter to me at all I mean I call them GIFs but apparently the guy that invented it does call it GIF so I guess it's it's down to him he's wrong but it's down to him He's no, he's wrong. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel. I don't, he's I wrong. Don't, I don't call it a fuck guitar. It's okay, a guitar. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> All right, let me see this thing. I don't uh, even remember which one I said, honestly. Jif. But you know, I mean, the good thing about um, those YouTube uh, channels, like uh, everything. <laughs> that, yeah, there you go. Uh, you know those. <laughs> Why is he not just sweeping? <laughs> he had to know. He had to know he was like, you know, unless someone directed him not to touch the floor. Well, you know what? There's a really great background extra thing in an episode of Community. when They do an, a Law and Order parody episode of Community in the third season. And there's this part where in the background, this guy walks out of a, of a room and like zips his pants up and then keeps walking. And then a couple of seconds later, a girl walks out and like wipes her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, I've seen and that. Nobody knew about it. Like it was all the extras just did it. But it's something that like you see it in the background. You go, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> but you know, the thing that, um, what I was saying about uh, those YouTube videos um, for like everything that's wrong with whatever in 10 minutes or less is the fact that even like classic movies get done. And there are so many problems, even with those movies. And yeah. some of them are really nitpicky. But still, it just it became very clear to me after watching those kind of things that there is no such thing as a perfect movie. Yeah, and that, the at the end of, of the day... And, and honestly, the, the thing about... Uh, like, people take those way too seriously. 
like I know the guy who makes like, I don't I mean I don't know the guy personally, but I know that the guy yeah. making them isn't taking it seriously. Oh no, he's no. Not like, you can going, tell. Oh, this is why this movie's bad. He's no, just, like, no. You can tell that he has some real love for some of those movies that he's he's doing, but but still, it does help to point out the fact that there are some films that people love and they've still got issues with them. Um, unfortunately, Batman vs. Superman had some pretty big ones, and I wish that there was a slightly less kind of like sledgehammer through a plate glass window way of using that. You mean, you mean that Triple thing. H entrance from yeah, that one that's, WrestleMania? That's the one, yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, f- f- I get what they were shooting for. The um, the whole Martha thing, it was meant to be the humanizing thing. It was meant to be the yeah, thing but that it's made so Batman. Stupid. No, I know it is, but what, you know, what I'm saying is that. Him saying that he had a he, he what he should have done was just said my mother. He shouldn't have said Martha because that's fucking stupid. Right. But the fact but, but that then how would he know? But you know, yeah, all, yeah, no, I know. But all he had to say was they've got my mother. Is this guy having the same fucking? Is... If he would have said <laughs> in in the Snyder universe, if he would have said they've got my mom, Batman would have stabbed him to death. No, <laughs> no, he would have mur- been. You know, it, it's it, I call it the murder verse. Yeah, but yeah, basically, murder. you know, they they uh, have you to. Know have what, a fight. You know what the thing There's is though is um, I was watching uh, I was watching Angry Joe. He did a review of Suicide Squad, right, with his friends, mm-hmm. and collectively they all loved it. Well, right, that's good. But he, they didn't like Batman vs Superman, and he's like, you know, the thing I noticed is that because it, it, it it's not a Zack Snyder film, but it has elements of Snyder, right? Yeah, yeah, it's and very like, much. The problem with Snyder is that he doesn't really make scenes. He puts moments on the screen yeah. and just cuts between them. Yeah. And there's really no normal interaction between characters in his movies. Mm. You know, it's it's like how in Man of Steel, every scene of Superman is like, "I'm Jesus." Yeah. Yeah, but I'm you know what I love about Air is I'm the fact. Special. <laughs> yeah, but they, they've kind of fallen into that trap with multiple S- Superman movies, like Superman Returns. They did exactly the same bloody thing. Um, well, they were saying they were saying um, in, they were saying Suicide Squad feels like a movie. It like does. The scenes, the scenes work. There's it's uh, coherent. There's a really good bar scene. Yeah, there is. There is. Which apparently was the scene that David decided that he hated the movie. So. It didn't work for everybody, <laughs> but Wait, I I think it all works honestly. A lot of people seem to like that that bar scene. Um, yeah, I so... think that may have been one of the things that they put in during reshoots. I'm not hundred percent. Well, it was in the trailer long before they talked about the reshoots. Was it? Oh yeah. well, I I don't know then. But you know that speaks to the fact that I couldn't tell you what scenes were reshoots and what ones weren't because it all felt well, at the like end of the day nobody's really even sure what those reshoots were. Some of them, some people say it was just normal reshoots. Some say it was to make it funnier. Well, some said it was for other I've, things. Like I, I've read, I, I have no idea what they actually did those for. I, I have read some stuff which indicates that because they had you know this story that they had two different cuts of the film going uh, side by side, right? They had airs cut and they had like a studio cut and they had test screenings uh, a few times. And the first time it didn't work as well as it should have. And so they went back to the drawing board on some things and they showed them something else. And then that really rung home. So the studio had their cut where they were like, well, this is what the people wanted to see. And like Air was sticking with what he had, which tested well with some groups as well. Um, I mean, supposedly... um 
I mean, if sometimes the director's wrong. That much is yeah. true. Yeah, no, that, that, that can um, be the case. But I mean, supposedly, from what won. I've heard, uh, there was a director's cut of Batman vs. Superman, and, and it, it it's much better. There's an extended cut. Yeah, I thought it the other there's day. There's an extended cut, and I don't really think it... It it fixes, like, some plot problems. It, it reinstates In a way that it just kind of mentions but, them, but I don't think yeah. it really makes it a better movie. Okay. I don't know. I, I think that it can... I haven't watched it yet, but I, I think that there are certain scenes that were purportedly cut, which if they were included in the theatrical release of the movie, would have addressed some of the criticisms that the movie had. They wouldn't yeah, make I'm, them magically wait, go away. I'm going to wait a few weeks uh, for the hype to die down, watch it at a matinee. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I definitely recommend seeing it. See, I think my my opinion on stuff like this is you want to you wanna try to hit the movie while the, the hot takes are hot. <laughs> but that's just me. But, you know what like, I really I, like I'm about trying it? to, like, I, I want to go see it. The problem is... It's only playing at my theater, and it's somewhat busy. And I hate my boss, and I don't want to be there when she's there. So, give it. It's been time. very difficult for me to find time to see it. Give it some time. Well, can can, can she just tell you to come into work while you're not working or something? Well, that did happen to me the other day, but she wasn't there for that. She just, I just don't want to be there when she's there. I got you. So it's like she's there working tonight, so I don't want to go see the movie because I don't want to see her. Hmm. But there must be a I night that she's not there, on. So. What was that? There must be a night. Work during the day, so I, I wasn't able to... No, I got you, I got you. But yeah, it's, it's worth watching. I'll check I'm it out. I'm excited to see it. I hope I like it. Um, I think I'm having a heated conversation with David at some point about it as well. <laughs> I, I just like I thought it was funny when David flipped you off on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been doing that quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's our way of um, saying we oh, love each another, other. I want to say another thing. <laughs> another thing that I really like did did um do do you have the network? Does everybody have the network? I do not have I, the network. I've got it. Yeah. Um, I he, watch everything. Oh, that reminds me, Tommaso Ciampa. Let's have a look. Ooh, yeah, that's. I watch things without um, the network somehow. I won't reveal my secret. You have a friend who um, allows you to watch it. I have a friend. <laughs> you know when you were in, you know when you were in elementary school or middle school or whatever, and you always had that friend who was like, uh, who was like, oh, I totally. My dad knows Stone Cold, and they drink beer together. <laughs> and, and, Kane and, Un- and Kane and Undertaker are really brothers, but they came from. They have different like parents, so like they have two different last names. Like, they have different mothers and fathers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice escape by Gargano. Ducks under the. Um. The, did Did you watch Talking Smack? No, I am going to though because I I like I the kind of faux it. sports thing that they're going for on SmackDown. I really love the presentation so of that good. show. I thought what well like what's great about it is is it, is it starts out it's Daniel Bryan and Renee Young so it's already off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Um. But it it starts out. They start the the episode, and Daniel's like, uh, like immediately starts out talking about how he said Apollo Creed instead of Apollo Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> and like immediately like starts like it's it seems so like open and real about everything that happened, and like mm. they interview Dolph later, and he's like just has a towel basically around him because he just finished his match and. Um, he's goofing around and he's like, he's like, uh, low ball and Renee and like making fun of her. And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> it's so great. It's so entertaining. Seriously. That sounds 
awesome. I, I want stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I think some of the best stuff that they've done has been really kind of like off the cuff um, stuff where it, it feels real. Like, um, you remember when we were talking about the draft and um, we were talking about how um, uh, Cesaro was probably like the best promo of that entire uh, thing. And it was because he was really pissed off he hadn't been drafted to SmackDown and he basically just put it out there and yeah. said it. It felt really genuine and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I was really pissed off he didn't get drafted to SmackDown too. <laughs> oh, that turnbuckle kick is fucking sick oh, yeah. looking, man. Did you see Did you see how fucking terrified the oh, crowd was when that happened? Jesus. Like, literally the whole crowd jumps. It's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of turnbuckle and kick... Jack Gallagher, his drop kick is fucking amazing. Oh my god, that shit was insane. How high does he get? He kicked that guy straight up in the face. It's fucking. Is amazing. it is it like an Okada drop kick? It's kind of like kick? the um, Daniel Bryan actually compared it to the one that he used a couple of times. Okay. Oh, slingshot into a knee. All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna head off. Um, but I have to watch Jack Gallagher because of you two. You absolutely oh, dude, do, gotta, and you gotta watch Gargano versus Ciampa. It's such a great match. It's a good, and, yeah. and, and I gotta watch Ho Ho Lun, right? <laughs> yeah, make <laughs> yeah. sure you watch Ho Ho Lun. Yeah, definitely watch that. <laughs> I was sad that um, uh, Noam Dar is a good one Bennett to watch. Is pretty good, and I was sad he didn't get in. Who's yeah. the other guy? Oh, the guy from Freelance that's their champion didn't make it. That was, was the um, Mac Prince. Oh, the Mac! Jesus Christ, he really wants to be Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's and he, okay. I thought he was going gets, with that he, name. I thought he was going for the old black exploitation film, The Mac. Yeah, you would have thought so. The Mac Militant. I thought oh, it was bring the back, coming of Rodney bring Mac. Bring back Rodney Mac. <laughs> Red Dog. What was, Mac. was that his name when he was with John Cena? It was Red Dog. Oh, God, was it? I don't know. Was he with John yeah, and Cena? Yeah, B2. Yeah, I know Bob Buchanan was with him. E squared. B squared. <laughs> With that stupid fucking hat. Oh, like yeah. Like a blue furry Kangol hat. It's awful. I miss Kangol. Somebody should bring him back. Oh, they never went away. They just Samuel retreated Samuel Jackson's, to... yeah, still Yeah, him. I think he's a major shareholder. Actually, Probably. I legitimately <laughs> think he is. Anyways, I'll let you guys go. I'm going to watch okay, some... Man. I'm going to watch some Macross now, and then I'll watch some... Uh... Oh, nice. Yeah, it's 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 aged pretty well. Yeah, something. I saw a screenshot that you posted earlier, and I was like... Oh, well, that was sarcastic, because that was a remastered opening they did for a pachinko game. Oh, okay, then. But, um, <laughs> like, so I was gonna considering say, how old the animation is, clean. like, you know it's old, but some yeah. the, like sometimes the animation actually is pretty impressive for a 1982 anime. Yeah, well, they have also, to do Also, I love, the, I love the robots, you know. Hmm. I love the little Robotech things, even though Robotech is not Macross, and Macross is not Robotech. Well... They fooled a whole generation in thinking they were. Yeah, and <laughs> one day Harmony Gold will cease to exist, and w w you know we can't legally download uh, Macross anime. <laughs> Anyways, later, guys. Okay, take care. Oh, take care. Bye -bye. Irish curse off the skirt. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh yeah, that part. Oh my god. Oh, and he kicks out. I'm just gonna turn the volume up a little bit so you can maybe tell where I am. My gosh. I've been impressed with Daniel Bryan on commentary. He's really good at it. When you are learning 
to become a professional wrestler. That is the one part of the ring they tell you to absolutely stay away from. Maybe they should have got Daniel Bryan to be on commentary and made David Otunga the general manager. Maybe. Although I don't hate David Otunga on, on camera commentary. I think it should be Todd Phillips. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I completely agree with that. But I do think that Maxwell's right on, on that front. I think that he could do with a bit more time before being judged. Because some of the stuff he's done is... Oh, my Jesus Christ. And he kicks out of that as well? I know, I know. What the oh my god, fuck? I was freaking out watching this match. I mean, powerbomb into a backstabber. What the actual fuck? This is Indiegogo turned up to 100. This is like every Ring of Honor main event I've ever watched. And I've not watched many, admittedly. Jesus. Showing their appreciation. What will this take out of each other? Yes, there's one spot remaining, but what will be the, the health and welfare of the survivor of this incredible struggle? Oh, but how bad do these two want to win the Cruiserweight Hold me. that they are willing to beat up <laughs> their friends like this? An opportunity both of I them I never hit to injure but I do hit to hurt to get both of them staples on the American independent scene coming to NXT as a tag team but now trying to realize their dream Drop to the face Ooh, he just popped him in the face You almost have to wonder how much more the referee is going to allow Johnny Gargano to absorb. And I'm interested too, what time are, how Ooh, deep are we in? Ooh, spits in the hand. 20 minute time limit. And hey, think about that. These two could be beating the tar out of each other. If this goes to a 20 minute draw, they're both out of the tournament. Oh my gosh, that, that would be a travesty. Right now. We have and I, I think that's the, the first time they ever said that. Yeah. Time limit. Well, there's only four minutes and left on the episode, so I know it's not going to a time limit draw. That's got to be painful in itself with all of the, the striking that he's taken to the face. Oh, man. And oh, yet Gargano comes back. Not a lot behind that strike. Not like those right hands. Those slaps from Tommaso Ciampa. Great counter by back Johnny Wrestling. Oh. oh, the rolling crucifix here by Gargano. Oh, oh man. And he wins with a fucking crucifix. I know. I like that they've got their own themes now. Yeah. And, and the, like this, this aftermath is really great too. Gargano's music, it, it's their tag music, but it's been changed up. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Gargano has just solidified himself as a man who might possess the biggest fighting heart that I have ever seen, Daniel. After what he went through courtesy Ooh, Tommaso is absolutely furious. Yeah. Look at this air raid crash on the hardest part of the ring. Oh, Jesus. And, and look at him. He had a chance to put him away right here, but the hesitation pulling up the knee sleeve cost him. Super kick by Gargano. You know what? In the end, that may have been the biggest mistake of Champa's career, despite coming back with that clothesline. And look at this power bomb into the lung blower. How on earth did Johnny Wrestling kick out of that? 
Ciampa looking to put him away. Big slap. I can't believe those slaps to the face. Looking to put him away. Countered by Johnny Wrestling. Countered by Ciampa. These guys know each other so well. Into the crucifix. One, two, three. Champa in disbelief. I, Friends, I, tag team partners who traveled the world together, who tonight delivered one of the nastiest affairs I have seen in the squared circle. Heartbreak for Champa. And he just can't, he just can't do it. Do you blame him, Daniel? That's a tough, gosh, it's so tough. I've been in his shoes, it's so tough. Wait a minute, he's coming back. Oh. Wow, that's, that's what this tournament is all about. I, I have no words. That touched my heart. Yeah. It's an incredible display, an incredible opening round. The inaugural Cruiserweight Classic. We have seen a little bit of everything. And you know what? The best is yet to come on the inaugural WWE Cruiserweight Classic. Here's the uh, matchups for next week. The ultra competitive, groundbreaking first round of our tournament has come to a close, and we are now down to 16 competitors. Next week, the second round kicks off. In a clash of styles, the hard striking Japanese buzzsaw Tajiri takes on the high flying, risk taking Grand Metallic. Really don't give a shit about either of those guys. <laughs> yeah. The man who set the internet on fire, the blazing hot Cedric Alexander, battles the golden star, the Japanese sensation. That's going to be a good one, though. Yeah, too right. Only two matches next week. Yeah. Hmm. See, they're going to get a little bit longer, I think. They're really drawing this out, but, like, that's great. Like, mm. um, the, um, like, uh, the thing that I'm really not excited about is Gargano versus TJ Perkins. Like, I'm excited for that match, but I hate because I don't want either <laughs> one of them to be eliminated. <laughs> I'll keep my fingers crossed for uh, Gargano. I'm trying yeah, to think too. who Gallagher's I, I don't got. Know. I, like, I don't, I don't think he'll he'll win, but it does feel like they want him to go somewhat far. Like, I, I feel like, honestly feel like it's either Ibushi or... Um, Oh, who's the other Japanese entry? Oh, fuck. Um, I should remember his name, but I just can't. Hold on, I'm going to look up. I have the uh, tournament here. 
Um, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Akira Tozawa. Tozawa, that's right. Yeah. He's go. He's up against Gallagher next week or next Shit. time. Oh. And it's um, Gulak versus Zack Saber Jr. Um, well, I can see Zach getting through, but I feel like Gallagher's probably going to be cut short at this point. I just hope that he's shown enough to them that they would I, consider him for the... I want him to keep moving on. He's also yeah. one of the few people that was actually spotlighted in the bracketology thing, so that makes mm. me think that maybe he's got a shot, you well, know. Also, you know, he, he's just got, he's got a unique kind of style, and his look is just so different to everything else that's there at the moment. And he is like a little guy, like even by cruiserweight standards, but the whole ring of sport, ring of sport, Jesus, the whole world of sport thing that he's got going for him. I love his theme song. Oh man. Yeah. Pomp and circumstance is, is so just, good. Uh, is it pomp and circumstance? I can't remember now. Um, so it's, so the next round is, the next round is Tazawa versus Gallagher, Tajiri versus Grand Metali, um, Drew Gulak versus Tyson, or no, Zack Sabre Jr., Gnome Dar versus Ho Ho Lun. Oh, uh, easy win. Uh, um, Brian Kendrick versus Tony Nice. Kota Abushi versus um, Cedric Alexander. That, that already announced that one too. Um, TJ Perkins versus Johnny Gargano. And Lynn Storado versus Rich Wong. Mm. Fuck. So that means it'll either be. I mean, I'm assuming Swan's going to move on because I don't even remember who Dorado is. Um, wait, hold on. Who is he? Lynch Dorado. Oh, he's some mass wrestler. I would hope they would put Swan through. So that'll be... Close. That that little bottom section... Oh, fuck. That right side is shaping up to be really good because mm. you'll probably... It's Brian Kendrick... Or, like, just based on who's moved on on the right side of the bracket... Brian Kendrick, Tony Nice, Kota Ibushi, Cedric Alexander, TJ Perkins, Johnny Gargano, um, Lynn Storado, and Rich Swan. I think it's going to be Swan, Gargano. I'm, oh, I'm torn on Kendrick versus Nice. I don't know who I'd prefer, but who do I think? Yeah, probably. Ooh, it's hard. I'd say Nice because they want to give a fresh guy, but at the same time, I think Kendrick was really good in his last match, and it might be mm-hmm. a nice story for him to get further, at least to the semis, and then get beaten by Ibushi. Because I do think that Ibushi is going all the way to the final. But I don't. They didn't. They, he they didn't sign Ibushi though, right? Hmm. I think Ibushi got signed to like a. Um. Well, that's that's good Contract. news. That's very good news. Um, but signing someone doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to go through on the tournament. But I do but think. Like, that but if you think that, like, I don't know if it's whoever wins gets the title on Raw or what they're going to do. But like, you would think that if they're going to have somebody win, that they're going to have him on the show still. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that initially, I don't think that the plan was for the winner to get the title because I don't think that there was going to be a title. 
Right. Uh, because they also they weren't saying that the Cruiserweights were going to be on TV. No, exactly, time, exactly. So. But now that they have committed to bring the Cruiserweight division back, I think it only makes sense for them to give a title to the winner of the tournament. Yeah, I think that I think that that would be a good idea. So, but like, there is a lot of like there's a couple of, like only a handful of people I was disappointed in because I think I probably it would have I honestly would I didn't really care about Davari versus Ohalon like either one of them I didn't really think that I needed to no, see Davari I, I would have definitely put Davari uh, through over Ohalon but honestly like I do feel I don't remember who Gnome Dar is either like that name sounds familiar but I don't remember him uh, yeah, an Israeli Scotsman um Oh, I kind of remember him. He's got. He had the red jacket. Technical wrestler. I thought uh, he won that with a the heel one hook. match versus the other sh- um, Shahira Shahara guy. Mm. The Gulak match. What, what? No, that the was Nomdar the, one. That was the second. The, yeah. That match I like completely like fogged over when I was watching. Like I don't even remember what happened. It, it was a decent match as well. Like I could I could see the Bollywood boys. I don't know how they are as a tag team, but they showed enough in those two matches that you could potentially I was see them. One of them moved on. Like I kind of, well, they, yeah. they were another ones. They were spotlighted in the. Um, um, I think you could potentially see them in the tag division in either NXT or moving up into one of the um, one of the big two. I would like. They showed enough that I think that they're capable at least. What makes me excited is you've got like I I guess a lot of these people are gonna move on to Raw with this new division, which is great because having these guys all around together would be great because these guys are really good. Um just in general, like the majority of them are, are very talented. Hmm. Um and a couple of the guys from the first round I wanna see again. I think I, I wish Anthony Bennett would have gotten like to move on because I think he's good. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see Jason. I've heard a lot Lee. of people talk about him. Is he in PWG or something? I, I think he's in the LA scene. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not really up on the indies, but I, I just think it's ridiculous. You've got two Hong Kong wrestlers there, or at least a Chinese and a Hong Kong wrestler. And you put Ho Ho Lun over somebody into the next round, but then just based on what I saw of Jason Lee, he's like 10 times as good uh, at this stage of his career. I would swap those two over so that Jason Lee goes through and Ho-Ho Lun gets sent home because that kid looked petrified. He was like a rabbit in headlights. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for him because he's, he's obviously not ready for even that kind of stage yet. Well, I thought when I was watching, uh, what's his name? Um, first round guy who lost the weight to get in. Oh, the um, Chilean guy? Yeah, I'm trying to find him on the bracket. I can't remember his name, but I know who you mean. He didn't really look like he had the build for... Mm-mm. Oh, says yeah, uh, yeah. Alejandro says. Um, I thought that he that shooting star press was good hmm. off the side, but at the same time, I thought that he looked like they talked about how he's like one of the only wrestlers from where he's from, and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like he doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing at all. Like yeah. he was like. 
um, he was overacting a lot, mm-hmm. and like it just seemed like, yeah, this makes sense that this is a guy who's like not around other wrestlers as much. And it's not the same thing about Hohlan. I was like, he seems like he's yeah, just not like experienced, which is shitty because you would think that there's there's like a lot of really good people that they could have had keep going with like yeah. who, who they could have brought in instead of these guys. Yeah, yeah. But you know that they want that, you know, fuck this like deal with China's really fucking shit up for this because you got Hohlan moving on and then you also have like Cena missing backlash so we can go wrestle in China. Hmm. I mean, I don't mind it as much. I, I think, for obvious reasons, that he has spent a lot of time learning Chinese, and mm-hmm. he's their big amb- ambassador for the company. So, of course, they're going to want him to. But they could have timed the visit better. They must have right. known that they they were having a pay per view on that day. Well, you would think that they wouldn't have picked that that night. First of all, it would. Uh, that's not a great night to do anything on. Um. September 11th, like, seriously? Mm. Um, How the fuck is that a free kick? Oh my, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, a red card as well. Are you fucking blind? What the fuck is going on? Just to fill you in and anyone that might be listening to this, because I still haven't decided if this is going up or not. Um, Columbia versus If you're, you're going to put it up, let me disparage the Chinese more. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, well, you, you weren't disparaging the Chinese. You were, I, I understand what you were saying. But uh, it's Columbia versus New Zealand. We're in the 87th minute. And from what I can tell, the Colombian striker has run into the back of the... New Zealand captain uh, Abby Urseg and Urseg has held her hand and that is enough to make the Colombian player fall to the ground like she's been shot which is possibly not the best use of words when talking about <laughs> Colombian footballers because they have been known you know. to be shot before yeah. um, and she's got a red card for it and now Colombia who are 1-0 down have the chance of a free kick on the edge of the area, they might equalise from this, and New Zealand have now lost their captain with a straight red card for the next three games, which essentially oh, means that she is out for... I think it's three games that you get banned for a straight red card. That's basically the entire tournament, as far as they're concerned now. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, I fucking hate it when football is decided by cheaty little bastards who can't stay on their feet. Like, if you saw a replay of this, you would be like, what the hell is going on there? If anything, the Colombian player has fouled the New Zealander. And instead, what's happened is she's run into the back of a fallen over, and now suddenly they've got a one-woman advantage. Here we go, free kick's about to be taken. This is fucking appalling. This, yeah, yeah, she, they're not divas. <laughs> this is absolutely fucking appalling. I cannot believe the standard of refereeing in this tournament. It's God awful. I'm all I'm all for women's football. Like women's football is actually really fun to watch, but the officiating has got a long way to go. Oh, that's a fantastic save. Well done. Well done, keeper. Yes. There we go. Okay. Justice. Justice is done. But there's still a one there's still one person down. One woman down with um a couple of minutes to go. So we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, I, the, the CWC so far has been really good. I've really enjoyed it. 
I'm just looking forward to seeing how the bracket ends up. And I'm sad that this is probably as much of Jack Gallagher as we're going to see. I think he needs to move on. I want to see him. I would like him to move on. I thought he was clearly a standout, I think. I think Tazawa is just, I don't know. I, I just, there's something about him that makes me think that he's going a long way as well. Um, I think that here's here's what I what I like right now, just in general. Um, the WWE Network has like this fantastic mix of like great wrestling content content mm-hmm. in NXT and C uh, the Cruiserweight Classic. The addition of more pay-per-views is great as a value to having it. It's yeah. like now you're going to have twice as many um, events on the network. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, I think this brand split is doing a really great job of like... It's diversifying th- the product. Yeah, and making mm-hmm. it more interesting. And, and like I'm watching... I just have the network on right now and uh, I watched... Uh, what's it called? The show that uses the RBR song. Oh, uh, yeah, Joyride, Free Ride, Ride Buddies, uh, yeah. Ride something, Gumball, Ride and Dirty, Rally, Ride Along, Ride Along. That's it. <laughs> um, I I watched that and I loved it. Uh, yeah. I love the way it tells you like what event they're leaving from, mm-hmm. where they're going, yeah. and like which um, one did you watch? Did you watch the Mark Henry one with the apple? No, I oh, watched, dude, that's such um, a good one. I watched New Day and um, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz leaving TLC last year or two oh, years nice. ago. No, last year. Yeah, sorry for the advert music there. There's no volume control on this. I'm just queuing up uh, Talking Smack. Oh, yeah, do that. Um, The, like... Uh, ooh, Camp WWE, and that's a, an interesting use of the network. That's all right, you know. Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like it might not be a great show, but it's a cool thing to have on the network. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like really surprised at how much content they've been able to get out of this network because I, when they first talked about it, it was like, well, what are they going to put on this? Mm. But they've actually done a very good job of like finding some great things. I, I'm assuming watching this swerved episode that the New Day is testing with these kids yeah. uh, video cereal and then they're like now here's some booty uh, booty milk or whatever and it like it tastes like ass <laughs> and then they have these poop things and they're like oh here's another thing and the kids don't want to eat it and they have some adult try it and it's like oh it's really good I love it <laughs> and then they have the New Day come out and are playing with the kids now just watched Creed. It happens. It happens. And you're taunted by the movies. It's on all the airplanes. You can't help but rewatch that movie a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen more often. Yeah. So, I mean, if we want to. I certainly play. can't be the first person to. No, oh, no, man. The first time I ever did an interview with him, I had to really think about it before yeah. I got into it because it must be a common mistake, but. Hey, sorry, Apollo. Yeah. I like how off the cuff this is. Yeah, it really does feel genuine. Renee Young is just amazing anyway. She's she's fantastic. She is easily one of the most talented people they've put on. Absolutely. I'd have her on commentary in a second. Like, they experimented with her for, like, a couple of episodes on NXT. But, like, what I like about, like, she's... Go ahead. Sorry. 
Um, I think she commentated the women's matches at the time because they said, oh, you're in the locker room with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, she did a good job, really good job. And it felt like I was expecting lower quality because of the fact that she's not done it before. But honestly, if, if I didn't know how long she'd been doing commentary, I would have said that she'd been doing it for quite a while, actually. Like, she was that good, and there's the potential to just constantly get better. Yeah, she seems like she's somebody who really knows what she's doing. Um, she knows what she's talking about. She's very good at what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah, like and she, so I she, love seeing her in any capacity backstage. Like I, she yeah. seems like she's professional and like she knows the product. Yeah, yeah, and like she's really like likes doing this, which is great. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And you know, she's she's a lovely looking lady as well. <laughs> this um this episode of Swerved is also doing this recurring bit where the Miz has been kicked out of an event and there's a security guard in the back and he keeps trying to get back in using oh. different disguises. Oh man. <laughs> I remember in the first season of Swerved they did this thing where they they got someone out. I think it might have been Randy Orton or someone like that. They got him out the back. Um, on the pretense of he needs to take this phone call and then everyone else went back inside and the um, security guard wouldn't let Randy back in or whoever it was again um, because of the fact that he said like, you haven't got your credentials on you I don't know who you are and and he, he this, was... guy, this guy just like the Miz, the Miz, like so he came in like in a chicken costume, like he's tried a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. And this last time he, they, he had these two guys wheel him in in a, in a cardboard box, and he was hiding inside. And the guy like was like, "Well, I lift the box." And he lifted up, and the Miz is just sheep, sheepishly like sitting underneath it. And he's like, "No, you get him out of here, get him out of here." And then like the Miz like got up and made a run for the door, and he like the guy like got in front of him and like slid the table across to block his way. It was great. That sounds pretty good. This guy is really like he's like I'm not letting this guy in. It's great. Now he's now he's just I think the Miz is telling him that he's on Swerve. I really do like how this show is um, how it feels. The, it does feel like Sports Center or something like that. Here's another couple of great things, and you're like watching it, so you'll see what I'm talking about. But like, um, there's a really great part when Daniel's talking about the promo between AJ Styles and Cena, and he's like, "I don't really agree with what Cena was saying. Like, I don't think he's right. Like, I'm kind of siding on AJ's side on this case. Like, I feel like, like AJ like really like deserves more respect than that and stuff like that. And then you also have like, um, a moment where he's Daniel Bryan they they bring up the tag belts like they bring up the fact that there's no belts on the show mm. and, he, and Daniel makes a dig at it and he's like yeah we're like he's like we don't want to rush into something like we want to know what we're doing beforehand because we don't want something stupid like the universal belt <laughs> nice and it's like such great like F you went wrong but like it's yeah. and the, like it's so crazy like the way that they they also like sometimes they kind of do feel like they legitimately like in charge because mm. on the SmackDown pre-show they also had Brian on the first episode he skyped in and was like talking to them about what was happening and 
Kind of cool. Like, it just seems like... Oh, it's fun. I like the way they do this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of it so far. Obviously not seen too much of it yet, but... It's pretty decent. But I think I'm going to have to watch the rest of it in the morning, because it's really getting on now. So... I don't know. Have we decided whether your run on the Chinese people is going to be um, aired yet? <laughs> I, I I don't have a problem with the Chinese. I no, just think I that this don't. is bad. Like the like Ho Ho Lun moving on and then Cena missing backlash. I think are yeah crappy. Here's the thing: like Ho Ho Lun, we're not. I'm not down on him because of where he's from. I'm down on him because he is the greenest man in the competition, and somehow he has moved on when some other very promising looking people haven't. That's basically yeah. it. He could have been from anywhere. He could have been from down the road. I wouldn't care. He's still green as fuck. Um, the, yeah, the, and as for the Cena thing, that's just bad timing and planning on the part of WWE. Again, he could be touring anywhere. He could be touring India or Britain or you know anywhere. But it's yeah. just why would you why would you have one of your biggest guys, regardless of whether you think he's going to be fit or not? Because obviously he's come back from his injury not that long ago. I actually, oh. I guess it's been a few months now, but still. Um, don't tie up one of your massive assets like that on a night which you know is going to be a pay-per-view. It right. just doesn't make sense. Or or don't put it on that night if he can't be there. Why would you schedule a pay-per-view that night? Yeah. Like how like, how far away are we do you think now? Um from an era where they don't even put pay-per-views on Sundays all the time. Like where they might actually <sighs> move a few pay-per-views around to like a Friday or a Saturday because they're front-loading all of their shows on a Monday and Tuesday. Right. That is interesting. The problem with that, I could see them doing it on Fridays. Hmm. I could see... I, it would be interesting if they did... But I mean, on the other hand, it's like you're trying to get off of the whole Friday thing. But Friday or Saturday, I could see them trying because you would think... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're never going to see a pay-per-view show on a Wednesday or Thursday no, because no. they don't tour those days. And also, so, the time that it finishes, it's just not conducive to making right. people want to stay up and watch. But if it seems like in the past they've done these things where it's like, well, we're going to do, we're going to take this show that was originally going to be a house show, but it's at a decent venue and we're going to put it on the network, you know? Yeah. So I could see them doing it on like a Friday or a Saturday for some reason. Hmm. Um, yeah, because that's the thing, like house shows, they already are kind of upgrading some house shows to being uh, pay-per-views, so to speak. Yeah. Not pay-per-views because we're not paying for them, but you, right. you know what I mean, like pay-per-view. Well, I mean, you still caliber. technically are paying for them, but it's it is. Yeah, I, yeah. Easily, and that's the but thing. Like about Beast the in the East was not a pay-per-view, but, no, it, but was it was considered it was a, to be an event. It, but that's cool. Like I love yeah. that they've done that kind of stuff. Absolutely, um, they did that Medicine Square Garden show too. That mm -hmm. was nice. Uh, which is those are that's clearly just like a house show that they do every year, but. Mm -hmm. It just Putting be nice. it on TV was nice. I just think it would be nice to have the odd event happen on a day that isn't a Sunday. Like, they have that flexibility now. I think that they should continue doing these, um, like, putting on shows that are taking place in another country, especially because you keep branching out. Hmm. Um, you always do those shows in England um, every year. Yeah. But, like... Now that you have Japanese stars, you kind of like. I'm more interested in seeing it. Like you, the fact that you have now AJ, the club, Finn Balor, 
Shinsuke Nakamura, hmm. maybe these other. It's Tommy's coming back, or he has like come Asuka. back recently. It's all, yeah, it's Tommy, um, um, Asuka. Like, you, you could totally like. I'm like down because like now I know like the Japanese audience like knows everybody else in the WWE, but like now they like really know though like a lot of the people that are there now. So you would think that it would be really like I'm watching this thing right now. Hmm. That is, um, it's on uh, the network and it's, um, like a like one of those like in between shows things but it's talking about their tour in japan and like all the people like they're they're interviewing people that are there and they're interviewing stuff like that i I don't know i I just like the changes they're making i like that the women's matches are actually like matches now Mm. which is a little change that i think has been huge like a huge difference because they haven't really had like with the exception of nia Jax's like shitty squash matches and then like um the um what's it called um oh uh eve uh what's her name oh eva marie eva marie who I pulled my didn't wrestle this week like i hope which, she never does yeah she shouldn't she shouldn't be a wrestler she should just I also come to like the, the ring her side thing which is another thing i love i i love the the new side graphics that they used this week on smackdown oh yeah which is that's another thing too. I hope it it continues. The first week of SmackDown was not great, but now we're starting to get to this point where week two and SmackDown's already started changing stuff a little bit. Like the fact that you now have these new graphics uh, that you didn't have the first week, and you have the SmackDown set and talking smack that you didn't have last week. Hmm. Like it makes me think, oh, maybe we'll see more changes like that. Some people are like, well, this SmackDown still needs a little bit more to differentiate itself from the old product. But I like the graphics. I like, I love those tail of the tape things where it's like, here's some information about them and fun facts. Like Dolph Ziggler is fluent in American Sign Language. And um, Eva Marie has no place in a wrestling ring. Like that, those are great <laughs> things to tell us. Um oh. <laughs> Yeah, like what I did like about the um th- those little side things was that when um Ambrose came to the ring, it had his next title defense. Like when that date is, I really like that. Like that's yeah. something that I think that they haven't done before. And like that side plate thing, they they it's I think they they did that for Matt Hardy back in the day, didn't they? When he had his V one gimmick. Yeah, they did. They he had a different. And it I was like that. Matt really likes cheddar cheese, and he hates um, <laughs> Matt hates mustard. 